Here we, we go. Four months and we're back. Four months. We back. I'm gonna have we a sip of water. Drop that theme song. Hello, hello. Oh, Welcome hello. to Subway Boys. We're, we're back, folks. Okay, I think live from Washington D.C. I'm actually in D.C. for the foreseeable future now. I've been podcasting on the road for the last few episodes, but I'm back home. True. Yeah, I'm still far away from home, but uh, better than ever. It's nice to have a foot on the ground all across the country. Yeah, um, Will. What are you? What are you? What cities have you? What? campaigns you have yeah, what's out. been going on will uh, okay well so i told you i was in nashville um trying mm. to put down we're trying to kind of smother an upstart challenger to a congressional race in the crib um we'll see if that works um uh-huh. mm-hmm. and then i uh oh you're well, doing your southern uh what is it? Chop and smother tour, right? Where you exclusively eat at Waffle Houses and you exclusively squash primary challengers. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. So I've been all, I was in North Carolina. I was in South Carolina, uh, obviously Tennessee. You're obviously in Hawaii, uh, Ohio right now. Oh, obviously. Hmm. Taking uh, a nice break in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no business here. Wink, wink. Um, so we'll see how that goes. How about you, did, you guys? How's I, you know, I'm contractually obligated to accompany you if there's any business trip to Hawaii. You agreed to that on a previous I podcast. fully agree. But hey, it's all smooth sailing in Hawaii. We, uh, you mean Ohio? Kanyella guy. Ohio. He, yeah. Or, okay, how are you guys? In... How's the Beltway? Well, it's been great. I've had literally six dinners at Lay Dip since I got here. That's not even an exaggeration. And you just got there three days ago. <laughs> it's been killer. Back to back steak frites. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to vom. <laughs> but vomit because it tastes so good and I want to taste it again. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the height of decadence. John uh, <laughs> wears a napkin on his head every time he walks into Lay Dip because he knows the food is so decadent as to be shameful. Everything he eats there. <laughs> yeah, I make the waiters feed it to me under the napkin. I don't yeah. ever he, touch my own fork. He brings his own wooden utensils because the silver is too fine, given the quality of the food. <laughs> okay. The well. Of, uh, nice. Good. Well, I hope that you guys have been having a good time. Uh, yeah, so and welcome back, a John. A little bit of time. Yeah, we... We were trying to find another guest and put out some feelers, but uh, everyone's busy working. Yeah, in it's been four months, and um, so I'm, I'm also honestly actually, the only guest. I'm also actually usually not. really busy. I make it a point to take out time in my busy schedule for y'all. And if I'm assuming you guys do appreciate that, uh, uh, you're here, aren't you? So yeah, obviously. Say no more. I. If I'm if I can come clean, I will say I've just been so worried about how smooth these things are going. Knock on wood. Oh, I didn't really want to jinx it the by talking podcast? about it. This government has been smooth oh, sailing since day one. Exactly. Um, we just haven't heard a peep about anything. No leaks. No no leak negotiations. No fears about HR one or the Pro Act or the infrastructure bill or the American Jobs Plan or Families Plan. It's been amazing. These things are moving forward. Uh, 
everything's going according to plan. And so honestly, there's just, I've, I've been worried about talking about it at all for fear of, uh, of jinxing any of those things. Yeah. And you, yeah. I mean, you guys know, we come on and we talk about newsworthy stories. That's, that's what we bring to you guys. And so we were watching all these things happen and saying, Oh, when Cuomo resigns, when Gates resigns, we'll have an uh, episode on that. Obviously, we'll have we to talk about how, yeah. When they extend unemployment insurance, uh, we'll need to talk mm. about that. Mm. Um, but God, it's just been, uh, John, it was you said earlier, we've been at brunch for four months, haven't we, bud? You guys have. Did. I, <laughs> I did have they not. Do brunch? I've been working hard. Do On they? the weekends, Actually, yeah. Actually, I only do. Yeah. I've only been going for dinners. Well, I've been going to brunch only on the weekdays. Wheels of government. I've been worried about, you know, things being implemented, the DREAM Act being passed and implemented, the infrastructure bill being passed and implemented, and all kinds of fallout from, you know, how tough it is to implement policy these mm-hmm. days. But mm-hmm. it's none, none of that's come up. So... I don't I mean, know what there is to talk about, really. Come up in it's come up in the Senate. It it just gotta well in those back rooms mm-hmm. where we don't hear about it. Yeah, except for the one and we rented. Um, but yeah, other, right. they haven't had meetings in there since we were hanging. The around, Indian Affairs Committee. Yep, exactly. Honestly, there has not been much going on with them. COVID has really put a damper on that part of our business <laughs> where we rent <laughs> rooms. <laughs> yeah, wow, exactly. Yeah. That's true. Do I still get a paid for that if no one uses it? I think you get ten percent of that. I thought we agreed to more than that, but well, let me ask you guys this: Is there anything that the government could not do which you would podcast about? Um. Hmm. hmm. What, John? In the social sciences, this is something we call a counterfactual. It's impossible <laughs> to observe the government not doing something. So, I would say if I don't if, know if they didn't respect veterans, we would probably report on that. Um, if, if they failed to obey the rule of law, I think if there were yeah. violations of norms, we would talk mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is great because no norms have been violated in these last four months. I mean, great for government mm-hmm. for the country, not so good for the Beltway Boys because you know. We As like I like to drama. tell my family family at the dinner table, we're back to normal. We're back with normzel. And mm-hmm. everyone's back. Mm. And yes. Any, They're killing it. Uh, they seem uh, to be back and forth. Let's build back the norms better. And is a family member of yours named Norm? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. I'd like to meet him. I would also love to meet Norm. Oh, we should have Yo, Jessica uh, on the podcast. Oh, Jessica would love this. Yeah. Norm is busy. <laughs> <laughs> well. So if they were, if they like one day they just forgot to raise the flag above the Capitol building, would that oh, uh, God. would that constitute an emergency podcast scenario? Uh, I think if I could even I mean if I could get out of bed. We'd be busy. Yeah, exactly. We but I mean the thing failure is failure to nominate a solicitor general. The failure it's not failure, to, it's prudence. Yeah. Right. The failure to pass the American Families Plan, uh, none of that would constitute an emergency podcast. because that We call that the P&P plan, being prudent and being something. prescient. Mm-hmm, prescient. And you know it's not going to pass, so you don't even try. You don't That's even try. And honestly, government. 
we this podcast lives in a sweet spot because if things are bad, we're really busy. And if things are good, we're not busy at all. So so little busy as to worry about making a podcast even call out how good things are. And so it really has guys, to be because this podcast and has it's so the much second influence in right, and it's the second one. Because this podcast has so much influence within the beltway that if you were to say anything we make waves. So yeah, we right now that fingers on the scale, not for us. Our mm-hmm. our butts are unless you want your in the thing. middle of which often I feel like you you would. Well, yeah, but there's been nothing. We're we're perfectly split on all these issues. Which you guys would consider yourselves movers and shakers. You want your fingers on some scales. Yes, as long as there aren't the scales of Lady Justice. As long as there's another finger on the other side of the scale balancing it out, I would say, is yeah. when we're comfortable putting a finger on the scale. So what if each of you took one finger and put it on one well, side? Well, that's often it? what we do, yeah. It's, it kind of has to be that way. And in your mind, that is a virtue. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> politics, baby. There's nothing more political than that. Okay. Well, and Lady Justice doesn't even know that we know each other because she's got a blindfold on. So all yeah. she knows is her scale's the same. You'd think that that wouldn't be able, that'd be something she would ascertain from hearing us speak to each other, but uh, she would be able to tell if she could see that we know. The cloth each other. is actually, if you see, <laughs> she... it covers the ears as well a little bit. So the, our voices are muffled enough, so you can't really <laughs> hear who we are. Right. Also, normally you can tell by the rapport whether people know each other, but your mm-hmm. rapport is so, so stilted and. these people cannot know each other yeah no 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 one would talk in this way to each other as if just platitude after platitude (laughs) but that's what makes you guys the best in the business exactly and we're happy to have you john Thank you. Well, yes, I was waiting for, for my. On, John. I was waiting for my introduction. Of course, you sniffed yeah, it out. Noticed I you did not wait uh, yeah, before you started talking, but that's fine. Yeah, I mean, you in guys fact, did you made kind us of... give up some of our material early, so you guys did invite me to talk. Yeah, but it would be polite to stay silent until the official introduction comes. Well, I don't. You want could to learn a thing or two from Lady Justice. Well, <laughs> Blindfold also covers her mouth. Lady Justice, Lady Justice is silent and (laughs) blind and can't hear a damn thing. (laughs) Lady Lady Justice Justice. looks on the Beltway and says nothing because everything is going smooth. In this country, Lady Justice is Chief Justice John Roberts, and they're both quiet. Yep. Yep. So So, obviously, we. Oh yeah, are you gonna introduce talk about our guest John Mallow, yeah, yeah. and by talk oh, about yeah. I mean say that he is here and our guest. Um, well, thank you guys for having me on again. Seven it is times, always seven times lucky. That's Lady Luck. Um, lady seven luck. is a lucky number. Um, uh, no, I am legitimately honored to be back on. I think it speaks well to your podcast that you continue having me on. Yeah. That's all I'll say about that. I wonder if we're ever going to release a video episode because Johannes, that really just set the gears turning in his head. You could tell. Well, I kept thinking about, you know, we keep having these gangs of six or five or 11. Where's the senator, the seven senators? Who's the seventh senator? 
We should make a movie about that. Who's the seventh senator? The That's seventh a good tagline senator. for a movie. We should, no, we should make a movie about seven senators in heaven, and they get into the room together and they make up the plan and make for out spending and for no seven minutes. We call it the plan. Senators in heaven. <laughs> yes. Um, I love it. Should, I think the reference you should have gone for there was seven senator rye, but that's just me. Oh, Seven Samurai? Yeah. I think an easier movie to reference is simply the movie Seven. <laughs> With Morgan. Oh, I'll be working on I'll be working on a, a pun on that one. Give me a bit. I have another joke, guys. We would call it Seven Psychopaths. Is that the whole joke? Is that the joke? Yep. Uh, okay. Oh, and on that note, okay. we should talk about uh, summer winners and losers. I agree. As you guys all know, during the summer, summer winners and summer losers. And I think we all know the loser of this summer, which is um, the United States west of the Rockies. Oh. They've been taking it on the chin, but like good sports, we know they'll come back stronger than ever from the fires and floods. Well, it must be annoying for y'all and myself in the Beltway because there's been a haze over things for a little bit. The haze is, of um, deliberate? Due, due diligence? Across, yeah. No, the haze I, yeah. of the forest fires is gets pushed by the um, jet stream. Yeah. It's uh, caused a really weird week in New York and Boston and D.C. of just like kind of... You're, you look at the sky and the sun's kind of like just looks sickly a bit. Yeah, I noticed that last week, actually. I went on a hike and I, it was kind of hazy and I just got, I developed this this really dry cough, I assume, from the like the kind of dry heat of the West. Mm-hmm. Um, that was your big group, co- uh, big, big group hike, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yeah. yeah. And it was, I mean, it was less of a hike and more of um. Do you know? Do you guys yeah, know those escape room things? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was modeled like outdoors, but um, anyway. So, but it was hazy outside, and then yeah, just kind of uh, the smoke got in my nose. I can't really smell that well anymore. Um, mm-hmm. But I like to call this the Senate floor the escape room because <laughs> the every senator is just there to vote and get out ASAP. Exactly. To get back to their work. <laughs> I think. In most cities, I call this haze the haze of malaise. But in this city, I call it the swamp haze because finally it means <laughs> that's a normally it means something bad. But now in this city, no, this is good. Means something the swamp good. is back. I, right. the swamp is stronger than ever. This city. <laughs> yes, it's finally back. We have the mosquitoes are buzzing with the sound of legislation being passed and good governance. This is mm-hmm. well, finally. Passed. And yes, disgust. We, mm-hmm. Oh, disgust that, deliberated. That must be what I disgust. heard earlier. Yeah, that must be what I heard earlier this summer as well. I thought it was the cicadas, but it was the buzzing mm-hmm. of deals. No, it, yes. it, it was uh, brewed chatter. extremely uh, good government. Mm-hmm. Brewed ex good governance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, in a way, the, the 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 western half of these these United States, which you mm. should know, they used to be what they called it before the Civil War. Um, 
is, is still under a haze, um, but we are sharing in that haze together. So in a way, who's to say whether it's as well? Right. I mean, I know what I would say. Mm. They called it these United States because those United States broke away. <laughs> <laughs> that was very <laughs> well. I know. I know. Good nomenclature on their part. I know what I would say about the haze in the West. I think um, it can't. It can't be healthy. Probably a sign oh. that something should be done about about the temperature of the globe. But wow. you know, I like hearing other opinions. So, and hey, there has been a heat rising in the Far East. If you want to talk about the winners of the yeah. week, there's also the yeah the. If I think the, I know what you're talking about, which is the, well, the combined body heat of mm, one billion people watching the Tokyo exactly Olympics, cheering on the glory of. A old glory and uh, old glory, yes, of um, uh, those uh, United States <laughs> competitors winning awards left and right. Yeah, the heat of and the giant radioactive mutant baby emerging from the Tokyo Olympics. Uh, hey, give it, give it twenty years. These are those jokes are going over my head. I would like to go back to one thing, which is. Uh, climate change is normally bad, but I like it when it gets hot in D.C. because that means things are humming here and the industry of politics is back. Yeah, the I think we could spend pumping out. the whole episode talking about bug noises and how they relate to uh, legislation. I agree. Yeah, I also got the joke. Uh, yeah, these, these Americans, um, I mean, God, isn't it a wonder? Uh, too many athletes to name. It's, it's nice to... Uh, have a country where we obviously most value um, our legislators, um, but to have a uh, physical as well as mental, mental acuity, specimen. which is yeah, what's yeah. on, wh- that's what we are around in the Beltway. That's really interesting Guys, to think I just about. Had a I never crazy really... idea. What if we do a legislator Olympics? Whoa. We have... All of the greatest deliberative bodies of the world come together, compete, and see who comes up with the best ideas. I, well, that would be unfair. That would be like sending Michael the Jordan. American basketball team to mm-hmm. uh, play France. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to step on you there, Justin. Yeah, something, something ridiculous. Is that what like you were going to say? <laughs> no. Well, I was just going to say. I was just going to say. In general, I do think it's an interesting. Uh, I don't know if I should call it a comparison or a contrast between our Olympic athletes in Tokyo and our legislative body in D.C., but I guess I would say contrast. I would say contrast as well, because they're winning in D.C. Well, often, oftentimes, too, in and the Olympics, a, you want to be fast. In your opinion, and in well, Washington, you want to be slow. In D.C. Okay. Oh, no, I'm saying they're winning. It's a contrast because D.C. is winning. Yes. So, in oh, contrast to Tokyo, yeah. In your yeah. opinion, the DC athletes and the Tokyo athletes are head to head, and the DC Americans are beating the Tokyo Americans. Yeah, for sure. But how could they I, not? Right, because I mean, brain over brawn, right? Mm-hmm. Also, I think we've probably got to meet in brawn too. Did you see that picture of Mayor Pete uh, mm-hmm. running? 
Don't ask and me Sanders, about that. Oh. Is pretty good at basketball. Cavs were cramping. I tell you what, guys. I mean, you know, but uh, so we'll 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 see. Maybe maybe we'll do an episode of that. Yeah, Pete is definitely a DC eight. <laughs> I'd love to see agree, agree the Washington Generals face off against the <laughs> French national team any day of the week. Agree. <laughs> <laughs> So, but but if I were to take the metaphor further and say that the um, <laughs> DC were its own Olympics, you think there were any losers this summer in DC? Hmm. Um. Uh. Mm, summer. Mm-hmm. Perhaps <sighs> any sort of like legislative agenda that got stalled. Well, again, Johannes was going to make this point, I think, but it's 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 about speed in the Olympics. Yeah. But in the Beltway, it's not. So a stalled agenda is kind of like a like you don't it's say you don't say, oh, we just bottled this wine. Let's drink it as fast yes. as possible. You let it simmer often for years and years. We don't and years. Do you do you ever? We open don't it? say. Is the soup ready yet after you put the onion in? But maybe you don't open it, is your point. Well, you got to keep... Yeah, yeah. You don't have to. The point is, yeah. And it's not for us to know or decide. I mean, what if you were somebody who needed wine? Like, say... Um, I don't mean to say the American people are are alcoholics. But, you know, what if? You need you actually. Well, I mean, this wine. happened, right? We did this in the early twentieth oh, century. In the early twentieth century, and we learned our lesson there, which is yeah. there is a limit. You can't sure. not give any wine forever. Yeah, I would agree. But, How long was it? Like fifteen years or so? Yeah, that's like a solid a solid fifteen years of no wine is fine. Yeah, yeah. So for uh, legislation like and, cap and trade, which was introduced in two thousand and eight, what what are the what, how do you guys feel about that? Obviously, great love that, because market solutions are the key to the future. It, I what I would say is it's been capped like a good <laughs> bottle of wine, and we will trade it in. for another <laughs> in for another bill at some point in the future <laughs> when the time is right. Yeah, I'll agree with that as well. Because mm, I feel like that would at least go a little way towards alleviating some of the anxiety that people feel about, say, the the great fire over the Western United States. But you guys are saying maybe just give it a little more time. Um, and by a little, well, I mean the fire was the loser. And yeah, the fire was bad, John. So, so this is how you fix it. I'm not seeing the connection, but mm. I understand. But it's also, maybe, honestly, maybe we should defer to the experts on that. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of people, Senator Feinstein comes to mind, of, you know, they're in the heart of those issues. Yep. She's mm-hmm. right there in the fire. And well, she knows exactly what they need. And Gavin Newsom, and it sounds I, like I know they need, he was yeah. saying, he said some uh, very uh, strong words about the fires. Um all while he was able to keep doing work, keep signing fracking permits, keep, um, I don't know, other stuff too, probably. John, in but... fact, John, I would challenge you to find someone, an elected representative or official, who hasn't said that the fires are bad. If That's you, a if really you think good these point. These people are just, are, 
if you think that nothing is being done, I think everybody knows it's bad. Um, mm -hmm. No, you have me there. I cannot obvious. think of an elected official who thinks the fires are good. And if anything, it seems like we need more more incarcerated men and women firefighting these fires. That's, oh, uh, speak on that. Yeah, continue. And there's been this, also this uh, shortage, mm -hmm. which I think we can talk about in a little bit. We've got a lot of economic stuff going on. Mm -hmm. One of the things is not That's enough true. wood. All right, we've got, uh, here, talk about this kind of an overheating problem, John. Market is getting hot. A lot of buildings are being built, and we're getting yeah. a, we need a lot more and more wood. We can so definitely... wouldn't a fire or two help us? Right. Well, I have more wood. A lot of the wood is very tight. <laughs> yeah, and it's hard to get into that forest. So well, if you I... open it up with some fire, we can get in there. Honestly, this is our fault for tight... telling him to speak more on it. <laughs> tight bushness <laughs> and like this weird forest stuff that's I hard to get into, and certainly... we can get in there and get. Yeah, no, I certainly trees. agree with that, and I think we should move on to our big story of the week. But before, <laughs> I just want to hear a little further on the incarceration aspect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. Because I, I like that. Yeah, let's hear that. Well, we need more firefighters. True. Uh -huh. Yeah, so. <laughs> wow. I agree. <laughs> it needs, demands no exam further examination. Well, the market makes you go demand, one step, and you have to meet on them. any analysis, <laughs> you say? and no further. Okay. Would you say imprisoned labor really markets the correct term there? Uh yeah. The market is the fire comes to market. It says, "I am here." Oh, that's better than what and I was going to say. Someone else says, "I have." <laughs> The, mar the the fire says, I need to buy more stuff to put me I need out. to buy more firefighters to control me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so really, well, the firefighters are the liberators here. Yeah, I think that's... Hey, Juneteenth, right? Slavery abolished. We all know. And also, we need more firefighters. And who's to say which one of these mandates our government is following, but uh, that's not for us to decide. Wow, that's so true. So we should just move on very quickly to... I end. agree. <laughs> well, a much more important issue, John. Yeah, the big story that I wanted to talk to you guys this week about is inflation. So wow! About time. You guys have probably been... Yeah, I know that you guys have probably been reading a lot about this. I know you guys have also probably noticed this in your day-to-day -day lives. When you go to the store and you buy two-ply toilet paper and you look at the toilet paper and then you go back uh, three days later to buy more toilet paper, you're like, why has this toilet paper increased in price? Mm -hmm. You're buying toilet paper every three days? Yeah, yeah. Johannes and I buy it every day. What are you yeah, doing? No. In yeah. the hypothetical, though, that was you doing it. Oh, okay. Well, we would we would notice the price go up. I would the be next buying day. it every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fair. Okay, so yeah, you go into. I buy six rolls of toilet paper every day. And you when notice. you remember when all the stores were bought out last year, yeah, that was that was us. I think and that taught me a lesson too. Yeah, exactly. You gotta buy things fast. Yep. 
<laughs> you gotta buy it faster, and you have to have a nice, like, temperature, climate-controlled split place to store all of it for mm-hmm. yourself. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that but yes, I have it. noticed those prices, man. Whew, yeah. Pain at the pump. Mm-hmm. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. There's obviously been a lot of concern because we're sitting here watching the government continue to pass all of these relief bills for COVID, and it continues mm-hmm. to rack up on the government's dime. Mm-hmm. And you know what that leads to? That leads to a little thing economists like to call inflation. Yes, that, yep. That has mm, been on yes. the tip of everybody's tongue for the last uh, several months now. Do we think that inflation is too high? I've got a nice article here that I want to read, but before, I want to hear your thoughts on inflation. Um, in, in general or right now? Right now, yeah. Oh, too high for sure. I think uh, it's one you, of those so things. If you had to explain to like our... Okay. I think your office oh, is done. That was a period. That was a period. Okay. It, I think it's it one is. of those things that sometimes it's up oh. and sometimes it's down. And you sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. It's just sort That's of true. finding well, the I know, middle road. I know that we're the experts and, here and probably a lot of our um, audience are lay listeners. So if you had to explain inflation to a lay person, how would you do it? Imagine the economy is a balloon. Mm-hmm. And you are on the balloon, and a store is on the balloon. You're an ant on one side get, of the balloon. Yeah, and exactly. An you're tr- and and you're trying balloon. to get to the store on the other side of the balloon. <laughs> and inflation is somebody blowing into it, and it gets harder and harder for you to get to that store. <laughs> Not to mention coming back home is double as long. Yeah, because you you got to come home from the store too. Wow, um, I can't top that. That is <laughs> until eventually the store is so far away that you cannot interact with any of the particles of the store and buy anything because co- costs are so high. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes it pops. Yeah. Well, I was going to say a hundred billion years from now. Mm-hmm. No single individual <laughs> consumer is going to ever be able to interact with another individual nope. consumer exactly. in the marketplace yep. of ideas. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Which would render this podcast completely moot, which is why maybe we need to pay more attention to inflation as a problem. Correct. We got to suck that air out of the balloon. Mm-hmm. We got to suck down that air, but we got to hope for a little inflation in the listener numbers, if you know what I mean. <laughs> we could pump that. Yeah, up. wait, does that does the balloon mean there's more people listening? Or oh yeah, yeah. In uh, podcast terms, it's yeah. Is there um, there might the be, amount of that, well, I was going to say there might be a formula. There might be a way to. To calculate from the inflation rate how many listeners we should have. Yeah, and also if there's money flying around inside the balloon, might be people might. There's a lot of money inside that balloon. Well, this is I missed that in the I missed that in the metaphor. Was the balloon filled with money? I'm adding that. Okay, because that would make more sense. But I never got that impression from the original metaphor. I think there's something interesting to be said for um, 
sort of a, a bailout and where we get more listeners because we need them. Listener yeah. bailout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Too small yeah. to fail. <laughs> well, this should, I actually, I actually agree. There should be a listener bailout. And if you're one of the senators, especially if you're a senator that well, this we, is... <laughs> I have made Senator of the Week in the past, maybe it's time <laughs> to pay that back a little bit. Listener this is something bailout. I will say I really appreciate about Jerome Powell is that traditionally people have assumed that there is a necessary trade-off between the number of podcast listeners and the rate of inflation. Mm-hmm. And he understands mm-hmm. that you can actually tolerate some additional inflation mm-hmm. and increase the number of podcast listeners um, yep. much further than ever thought before. And soon we'll have a lot more listeners, hopefully. That's true. And if, um, well, obviously, I think a lot of the focus has gone towards uh, monetary policy recently. But if Congress ever decides to take the reins, make a little impact on fiscal listener policy, mm-hmm. I think we have a close ally in a certain senator from Hawaii who mm-hmm. can get us our listener bailout. Oh, I think I know where you're going with this. Fiscal Senator Fisk. Frist. Oh, <laughs> true. I'm not even close to going there, but that's true. Senator Frist, former senator, not in the Senate anymore, may also help with our listener bailout. Well, I think... let me, since it's on the tip of everyone's yeah, tongue, right including ahead. ours, I'm just going to leap into this article that I found the other day that I think is going to be a good explainer of inflation. Like prices... Inflation Talk is Going Through the Roof by Miles Oodland of Yahoo! Exclamation point Finance. Companies can't stop bringing up inflation on their earning calls. It likely comes as little surprise to readers that corporate executives can't stop talking about inflation. That tracks, because mm-hmm. the three of us on this call are all the corporate executives of this podcast, right? Yeah, exactly, and we... Uh-huh. Are t- currently talking about it, so and it that's holds. on that's on the tape. It gives new it meaning to the term "blowhard" to be talking about inflation and blowing hard. No one talked about blowing hard except for you and your own metaphor. And he gave it new meaning. Yeah. Oh, I guess you did, but that I still feel like it only applies to you. But I want the record to reflect that we did say these three corporate executives, which. Puts me on equal footing with both of you. Yeah, and I mean, I'm there's gonna... lots of people in, in the E-suite. There's the CEO, the other CEO, of and this then... Podcast? This podcast has CEOs? Well... Two, yeah. Yeah, Three. and then... Um, well, no, you're, you're a corporate executive, but, I mean, executive assistants are obviously... I don't think yeah. they count in the C-suite. I think John's oh, more of a corporate really? executive. Oh, you don't think executive assistants deserve the same respect or pay as CEOs like us? Okay. I'm saying that they may or may not, but I am not a corporate assistant. Okay, that's, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, you, well, no, assistant. no, no. He, you don't have to be. Oh, he doesn't want it. In the, yeah, in okay. the East, in the, Yeah. That's fine. No, no, no. I want to be clear. I you can make, You can work on the floor of the warehouse. <laughs> mail, the Beltway Boys mailroom. Yeah. 
We get a lot of mail. Overwhelming. We get so much mail. <laughs> but I know how we know inflation's bad. We've started just to get dollars, bills in the mail, hundreds of dollars of bills. <laughs> John, what the hell is Miles Oobland talking about? Okay, March right. from the UAE. <laughs> After all, prices across the economy rose at the fastest pace since 2008 in June. And between labor, materials, and shipping, it's gotten more expensive and challenging to get just about anything done in the business world. This is true. In a note to clients published Monday, the equity and quant strategy team at Bank of America Global Research, led by Savit Subramanian, put out some numbers to show just how big the jump in inflation mentions has been during this earnings season. The results show an eye-popping 1,000%. Wow! Mm-hmm. You guys didn't see that my eyes just popped. A lot of talk of inflation. Mentions of inflation on second quarter earning calls topped 1Q levels and jumped to a record high based on B of A's predictive analytics team's analysis. On a year-over-year basis, inflation mentions rose over 1,000 year-over-year, outpacing the 900% increase we saw last quarter. Notably, labor-related mentions mm-hmm. rose the most among inflation categories we track so far in 2Q, up 170% year-over-year. This compares to the last quarter when labor-related mentions rose the least, 12% year-over-year, pointing to increased wage pressure. So there you go, guys. In earnings now, calls, John, John, companies are talking about inflation more than 1,000% mm-hmm. more than last year. Does that tell you something? I do have... A- I do want to call out that a couple of things are going on. Um, as the world reopens um, and as cruise ships and parties start back, we're seeing a lot more balloon usage. And mm-hmm. along with that, the business oh, of inflating those balloons is mm-hmm. going to blow up. So, mm-hmm. of course, businesses are going to be talking about the business of inflating and deflating uh, balloons for the various parties and events, uh, bouncy houses. Mm-hmm. Um, might yeah. mute Johannes in the um, edit on this one, and we'll just. Uh, uh, I think that I is think a very he, good point. I think he's so right. I think Johannes mm-hmm. is right. I think we should also, yeah, we're gonna just mute him. And I mm-hmm. think that interestingly, this mirrors a lot of probably what you guys have heard on Capitol Hill, which is that people are talking about inflation a lot. Yep, and as we all know, uh, what matters isn't what's happening what matters is um what people are talking about what's happening exactly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well that's that's how the economy works it's all based on exactly uh, mm -hmm. talking rumors chit chat you know the little whispers in the back Mm -hmm. rooms of capital the indian affairs committee room yeah we know we know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we're we're in fact we're most of those whispers these days and (laughs) we're talking about inflation nonstop. (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's so true so I just found it interesting, and I thought it was maybe a good – it would be something that we should call attention to on this show, that people are talking about inflation more and more. Well, so, John, what what kind of advice can we give our listeners about inflation? I think a couple of pieces are go to the bank and get all your money back. all your money right? out. And put it in ASAP. cash. Yeah, the banks are <laughs> out of Put it into money. your balloons. 
The banks are out yes. of money. Put, yes. Fill your balloon with your cash. Right. Well, I think that's the first thing it. we would say to our listeners. But I think we would also say there are certain products that pennies? are. Do you want to do pennies in the balloon, or do you want to do? Do you want to do coin or I dollars? Do, I think dollars. I th- I think dollars are are super valuable. That said, I will say you can smelt down smaller coins, which you can't do with dollars. Dollars, I guess, are all fiat paper money. <laughs> you can fill. You can also fill the balloons with something else valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like well, you should just buy gold. Pennies. I think is what we're saying. Gold is certainly one yeah, commodity. Or- an element, something on the periodic table. Yep, yeah, yep. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> well and it's all based on scarcity, right? And the value goes up. Mm-hmm. It always, it's sort of, gold is heavy, so it's value sinks and other things, hydrogen, value goes up. Right. I don't know what that means, but I agree. Gold is Well, a I'm sure you, you remember a um, another business piece of news when um uh party city had to close uh 45 of its stores because you know what they had a key shortage of in 2019 i, don't, I truly do not, not remember balloons this. no they had plenty of balloons but they didn't have stuff to fill what it is with what? Hmm. you may you may have your miles ood but i have tasneem nashrula of buzzfeed news who reported on the fact that Party City, uh, shuttering stores left and right because they didn't have a certain key commodity. Dollars. And no, well, in a way, but <laughs> better than dollars because it's lighter than dollars. Gold. In fact, Gold. it's lighter than air. It's the lightest oh. thing in the world. Helium. Yep, exactly. Exactly. So yeah. as long as inflation keeps going up, I think. Johannes, I think boys... We're in business. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to say we will be floating on top not, of the market. You're not paying me in helium for this, are you? Because I'm not accepting that. I want. We don't have to. <laughs> it's yeah. your choice, man. If you don't want, yeah, you, you, oh, you want dollars? Sorry, I don't want this helium. Bitcoin at twenty dollars. Uh, please want... pay me twenty dollars. Yes, I would yeah, like fiat I'm... currency. As okay, my fine. I want cash. I want the cash that's but, losing but can value you, every I want minute. on the record right here. Can you do that? We can. Uh, we have li- to liquidate no, some I mean, assets. Actually, whether you're liquid, are you liquid enough to, to do that? Well, I, well gases are it's not quite liquid. It's, not liquid. it's more gaseous. Yeah, um, we'd have to. We'd have to open up. We have to let some stuff loose uh, into the marketplace to get that money that you need. Also, we'd have to. Make a trip to the Indian Affairs subcommittee room. Um, do, you, do you have Do you have dollars for me or not? Uh, we will. We can. Does Bill Gates have dollars on hand? Yeah. Sorry. No. Does he have a hundred billion dollars? No, but he's worth a hundred billion dollars. Yes. It, not all in helium. Well, yeah, that's his loss. <laughs> yeah. It's all but on land. Who we, needs land? Unfortunately, yeah, I'm not getting paid for this. The Capitol Police have been a little touchy about. Wait, do you let people go in this room? Uh, you were really not only not only we don't, but also the Capitol Police doesn't. Yeah, because 
Yeah. And we're really hoping the balloon's structural integrity holds until this whole situation calms down. If that room is just filled with helium, people will die if they enter. Uh, it's not, yeah. The helium's not loose. Yeah, it's contained. Yeah. That, In, inflated. That, I... In fact, it's a pretty good disguise. Feels like a fire. That's like a fucking bomb threat. Any Uh, lay person who walks, no, hydrogen is flammable. Hydrogen is. Oh, you're helium. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. God. Hydrogen. Not a hydrogen story. Stupid. The most abundant element in the universe. This. Okay. You walk into this room and you think there's a party going on. You don't even notice Mm -hmm. that you're surrounded with hundreds of millions of dollars worth of. uh, uh, I'm never going to li- basically liquid gold. Yeah, I'm not going to pay as, for this. As soon as the Capitol Police lets us in, we we will pay you. I'm and not it, gonna. yeah, and it, it'll have gone up since then or since now. So that's yeah, true. that's actually going to be a problem. Yeah, we need a ladder or yeah, um, something <laughs> because the ceiling's really high in that room. Yeah, yeah, and they're all at the top now. Yep. You can't even reach it. Okay, next story. Luckily, I'm yeah. Getting, I'm not getting paid enough for this shit. Let's just blow through. Wow. Uh, there's, luckily, we, there, we've... Uh, there's there's a commission to get us into that room now. Um, there is. Yes. That's exactly what we're, I was going to talk about. We're set about. to go up in a couple of days and talk about <laughs> the... I think we are single-handedly the... had suffered the largest financial loss during the um, insurrection. More than anybody else. So are they calling you on the We're January the only people. Are they calling you on the January sixth commission? Are you gonna be a witness? Uh um, yeah, we're next door. Is an aggrieved party a witness, I guess? I would uh, think you're we'd more, be more of a, of a right, you're a party you're a party to the lawsuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We're sort of, yeah, we're in talks to get in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we will not our, be in the room. Give our side. Yeah. Because we're not we're not a witness. We're the ones who were harmed. Well, Right, so you're the plaintiff. Yeah, exactly. We have standing, yeah. yeah. Do you think that makes you biased to be able to discuss this next story? Uh, if there is one thing Johannes and I have worked studiously to eradicate from our entire being... Any bias? It is bias. So let's no. We're completely... It. We're completely unbiased. So let's talk about it. January 6th commission. When you guys get called up to the January 16th, 6th commission. Oh, to, are we? Uh, well, did you, did someone tell you something? Cause we've been waiting for a letter or summons. Yeah. Well, you just told me you're a party to it. Yeah. When you get, we when you're don't lawyer know if we'll gets, be in the, in the room building. Well, you'll, do you have access to the helium balloons? Oh, not currently. The whole no, point. That's the the Capitol Police has it on lockdown. There's been a fence up. Yes. Did you not hear about this? Oh, God. I'm not getting paid at all. Okay. What do you guys make of Pelosi's decision to kick out Jim Jordan and the other Republican from this committee? Ugh. It's. It's low class, is what it's it just, is. It is. Yep. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's and that is because class. what you want in any commission is a um, full Someone. spectrum of viewpoints. Well, let's, actually, 
for a second, Will, will you indulge me? Let's break down the word co-mission. Okay, mm-hmm. what, what's the first part of that word, co? What does oh, that mean? And the opposite of co is pro. Yes. And so... Pro-mission. Progress. Co, co is working together. Together. Mm-hmm. Cooperating. Exactly. And mission mission is the solving whatever it is. They have a mission. In this case, where mission is to solve January 6th together. Mm -hmm. And here we have, before anything even starts, Mrs. Pelosi, whom I have deep respect for, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. saying, Iker Pelosi. Pelosi. I know she speaks. Women can speak in the Capitol, John. Mm -hmm. This is not a new thing. And that's also her title. Yes, exactly. she said Speaker Jordan. She spoke to Speaker Jordan and said, mm-hmm. "You are not allowed to come to the. You can't even speak at the commission." Mm-hmm. And this was a huge act of, uh, of bias. Honestly, mm-hmm. bias. would you have the Warren Commission and not invite Oswald? It would be insane. Like you, you need you need all sides there to find to find out. Then just to bounce ideas off of, yeah, you know how boring is it just to have ideas bounced around echo one echo chamber? God, awful. yeah. Who wants to listen ideas, to that room already? Ideas floating around the ceiling of the chamber. God, I wish. Yeah, we wish. <laughs> exactly. God, uh, what I wouldn't, what I wouldn't give to be a fly on the wall, or better yet, a boy floating next to his balloons in the Indian Affairs Subcommittee room. Burp, Johannes, burp. I'm, I'm stuck. <laughs> so we cut the ribbons, Johannes. <laughs> so you think Pelosi has? tainted the whole commission by um, excluding these two Republicans, even though she's keeping two other Republicans on the commission. Well, yeah, but if they're Republicans who didn't do it, then they're not exactly... Well, look, all we're hoping for is a speedy opening of the Capitol, I think, on this commission. Honestly, yeah. Best outcome of this commission is we get those doors open fast, Mm -hmm. and we get... Because open government is important. Mm -hmm. Yes. This is why we pass sunshine laws in the first place, is to let people get into the rooms where they mm-hmm. put stuff sometimes. You don't want smoke-filled rooms. You want those rooms filled with something else. Uh, uh, you can get easier. Valuable helium. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, so the que- second question here, I guess, the follow-up to this is, I don't know if you guys have been following the hearings for the past day or two, but they've been calling a lot of witnesses. You guys, obviously, not included Waiting yet. Waiting for our letter. Mm-hmm. But yes. some of the witnesses have been um, police officers, Capitol Hill police, who were there on January 6th. Hmm. Do you think Much respect. the fact that they uh, these Republicans are grilling these Capitol Hill police officers in these hearings about their activities on January 6th, about their behavior with the protesters, about whether they were too mean to the protesters, puts Republicans in a bind, given that they have also tried to present themselves as the back the blue party? Wow. Uh, Yeah, it's not a good look. I mean, you know, if there's one thing you don't want to be seen doing as a representative, Mm. it is turning your back on the blue. Um, You want the blue to turn their back on you 
because they're not you, looking at you. Protect you. You are backing. Yeah, yeah. You are backing them. Protecting you. Does that mm-hmm, mean they're exactly. not looking into your corruption? Uh well, they're looking out over America. They right. and America's looking in, and America can see the corruption, and they're looking out. And they're, and they're seeing America for who they are. Standing as a wall and between America and the corruption. Sort of a thin blue line. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Because guess guess what we are without the blue? We're just red and white. Yeah. And that's mm. just... That's, that's, that's just England before uh, unification yeah. with Scotland. That's just Albania. Like, you don't want that. Right, yeah. and Wales. Yeah, I think Wales has green in there. Yeah, but they have a dragon, so... It's, that's yeah, fine. It's, there's no dragon on this one. Yeah. Right. You're oh, just Alabama. It's, it's the Olympics. It's Japan. Um, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. That actually makes a lot of sense. Wow. So that's fine for Japan, but it's not fine for America. Yes. Exactly. They're demilitarized after World War II. We're at least. Because, well, because they have, they have our thin military Ex- line. Exactly. They have the Capitol Police protecting them. Mm hmm. Oh, they have. Yes. That's a great point. Do you think that they should send the Capitol Police to protect the Tokyo Olympics? Couldn't hurt. They already do. Oh, yeah, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. By protecting America's government, the Capitol Police are protecting the world because it is America's government is the thin blue line between, let's say, China and Taiwan. And this is the thin blue line around the government. What is this podcast position on China Taiwan relations? Uh, America must keep its promises. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, promises made, promises kept. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, both to Taiwan and to various uh, businesses Other and producers. Right. Well, no. And but mostly American food. businesses who. Right. Who. Um, who ship things to Taiwan and mm. we wouldn't want to tell them they can't. And I want, I want my, I want my 2021 Chevy Pinto and there is a chip <laughs> that needs to be in that Pinto for they, it to work. Right. And that chip can only come from Taiwan. And if they need, yeah. if they need uh, cruiser missiles and guns to make that chip, then who are we to say no? That's fair. Yep. And the rule of law must be upheld, I would say, is my final point. Honestly, and, you know, China is is free to trade with them as any other is free to trade with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the same terms. Yeah. Or worse than we do. Yeah. 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 I agree. Both of those would be fine. Um, We're, I'm pro-free trade of ideas. I'm not pro-free uh, trade of uh, freedom. To China, well, they can choose, and they've clearly yeah. chosen not to have it. But I'm not going to freely trade Taiwan. No, I will freely no. trade. We will pay anything. ideas about Taiwan. <laughs> that's fair. I agree. I that's our stance. How did we even get on that? So that's the take of the January. That's this podcast's take on the January sixth commission. Yep, exactly. and whether Pelosi has has um, tainted it beyond redemption by Which, kicking off yes. these two Republicans. Right. It, it makes me question if the commission is is even a bipartisan thing at all, mm-hmm. or if it's just another partisan, you know, hacky activity just to. Dig up old dirt 
that's been lying and dead for years. Well, that's January 6th done and dusted, I think. Yeah, so you think the January 6th commission, because of Pelosi, is fatally flawed. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could do it. They can open the Capitol, but, you know. But it's probably not going to happen because they're leaving out crucial witnesses and crucial committee members. Exactly. Yep, mm-hmm. the three of us. Right. Me, Johannes, and Jim Jordan. No, well, what? All three of us should be yeah, speaking. Yeah, all three of us aren't allowed to be in the room. Yeah, exactly. And we're, we should all be there. Right, but when you said three, I thought I was going somewhere else. I think that, you know, that's fine. Is there any commission that you do think could could be successful? Hmm. I think I have an idea. Um, I was going to say UN Commission on Human Rights, but then something more pressing occurred to me. This whole this whole inflation business is pretty worrying. Yep. And I would say, if we're going to do anything about it, we should have a commission. And if we're going to agree commissions, it should anything be about the inflation? Duh. Yes, obviously, it should be about what would you addressing do? the inflation, the balloon problem in the capital, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is easily addressed. That's item number one, and I'm <laughs> I'm happy to help help them with that one. Happy to draw and then the rest charters up. The rest is we should talk inflation. I think. Yeah, because we're going to hit the debt ceiling in October, so it should That's be the true. October commission. Yeah, a commission devoted to inflation. Well, in investigating the debt ceiling, I think. Investigating the debt ceiling, investigating how close the balloons are to the the debt ceiling. Yeah, turning the fans off for sure. And making, yes, making sure the fans are off. Yep. And making sure that the price of candy is not too high um, come come end of October. October. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, just like ballpark it. What do you think the death ceiling's at right now? One hundred. Two hundred, for sure. Two hundred. Um, Two hundred sounds right, actually. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, it's trillion. I mean, there's some wiggle room, right? I mean, they can, Between they can wiggle room. Between trillion and Great. Okay, so you guys don't even know what the debt ceiling's at. No, and that's and why we want a commission. Right. Oh, yes. yeah, it's Someone needs to discover, figure it out. It's more of a discovery commission. Yeah, well, after you discover, then they can figure out what else the commission's for. Right. The commission will know what it has to do after it figures out that what the lay of the land is. Mm-hmm. So how do you yeah. even, given, given, I mean, I guess my concern I guess, is given the way that the January 6th commission is going, why do you think a commission can solve the debt That's ceiling? That's a fair point. I mean, if you it have is, a leadership yeah. that's not going to get all the parties in the room, then it, it is hard to tell whether... I mean, it, first and foremost, it should be bipartisan. Mm-hmm. How do we do this? We put Kirsten Cinema in charge. Mm-hmm. Bipartisan person on the top of the 
that commission triangle. Yeah, and yeah. And you get, and from there you just go expand. Yeah, there out. it's just obvious. Well, okay, great. So, how do you get anybody on board with this? Um, I mean, I feel like they try. I to think do everyone this. has the same interest in candy prices. Grand, you guys remember the grand bargain? I feel like they already tried to do this, and I just don't really understand. Well, here, listen, I think... So you need a commission, too. Yeah, you do. A, you need a commission. B, here's how I... If I were... If I were were with Clyburn... Okay, Will's the chair of my commission. I'm on... Will's Will's the chair of my commission. I'm I'm the chair of John's commission. Uh, Johannes, do you want to be on the commission? Well, obviously, Will, we would be co-chairs, right? No, you're... No, Will... You can be... Yeah, you can be co-chair. Nice chair. Nice chair. He can be co-chair. I'll be chair. Oh, Will's mm. chair and Johannes is co-chair. Yeah. Okay. This is how – I want the listeners to hear exactly what's happening, and I want them to see how quickly the stink of the city gets into your head, <laughs> and it warps. It's, it's actually just a wildfire smoke. <laughs> it, yeah, the haze. This is the malaise haze I was talking about, <laughs> and it gets right to your yeah, head. It's because I'm in Nash. It's because I'm in Nashville and not DC. Yeah. If I yeah, had swamp haze, it'd be fine. If you had swamp haze, you'd be fine. And I want to make something clear. If I were working for Whip Clyburn, here's what I would do. Okay, <laughs> I would go to Mitt Romney and I would say, "We're starting a co-mission. You've been a missionary. You know what this is like. Come on, on." And I would go. To Mark Kelly, and I would say, you know what a mission to space is. <laughs> yeah. Like. Wow, yeah. Come on on. And I'm sure there are other senators. And <laughs> we could do would... a mission pun for, for sure. <laughs> and there are, so now we have at least three on the commission. They're bound to figure something out. They're bound to find out where the ceiling is, what it's doing. How you get and the then we get another, how to get the balloons away well, from it. If there's one person you want. On that, it's Mark Kelly. Knows how to get up and come back down. Because that's that's the hard part. And without popping anything, obviously, Mm. you would need a net. Sort of a net type scenario. Oh, you would need it. And then... That's good. After that, after that, we've we've got it figured out. Just in time for the trick-or-treaters. Yes. Just in time for us all to go back home on um, Senate vacation and knock on the doors, not to ask for votes, but to ask for candy. <laughs> wow. So October commission is a yes. January 6th commission is a um, jury still out. Jury's in. Well, it's half cool. the jury. Half the jury is not allowed in the room. Exactly. And the other yep. half already decided. Yeah, God. Well, it's a shame. It is. Props to you guys it's, for solving inflation, I guess. Still well, sure uh, it's, uh, it's, getting, it it's getting the people in the room together. And I think once you have all these minds I- in the in same D- room. In D.C., we call that inflating some egos. And deservedly. So Yes, sometimes you need the good... And honestly, I've always said this about inflation. It's a personal problem, okay? <laughs> inflation is a personal problem. And I've got a personal problem with inflation. <laughs> so it's a personal problem. <laughs> but you're not voicing the blame on others. You have it. Yes. Fair. That's fair. 
someone someone who's unemployed and says, but it's my fault. <laughs> That's so well, true. Uh I don't I don't know. Should we jump to Senator of the Week? I think so. I think it's about I think so as well. That's what our yeah. listeners are waiting for. Well, I had a senator of the it's week. It's the only reason anyone listens. <laughs> Agreed. Maybe we should stop putting it in the episode title. <laughs> I had a senator of the week. Um, my yeah. senator of the week was going to be Mike Enzi, um, senator from Wyoming. But I just got some pretty disturbing word earlier today. What? Uh, yeah. Have you guys heard this yet? Okay, no. I, I, I'm sorry that I'm the one to break the news like this. My son of the week was going to be Mike Enzi, but Mike Enzi um, passed away this morning uh, oh after a bicycle accident. He was 79 years old. Well, they say his life enzied. I have been hearing that, and I didn't know what it. I didn't know what people were referring to until now. But that does, Linda, really. <sighs> So that's kind of Bad tone. I'm sorry. But no, you you can't if you have to be a senator to be a senator of the week and um That's just the rule, unfortunately. Dead people are not senators, so Yeah. Yeah. So honestly he wasn't even in office. Yeah. So even well, if you weren't we alive. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So what I've done is I've drawn a name out of a hat for our senator. Okay. Our Senate of the Week is going to be, and the name that I drew out of the hat, I promise I'm telling the truth. I did not uh-huh. make this up. It is Senator Maisie Hirano of Hawaii. Uh, I, can, I, I mean, look, I understand the hesitation, so I'm, I'm, I can draw again. But I think you guys should just hear me out that she had a really good week. You've got 20 words. Senator Maisie Hirano voted recently to pass the unemployment extension, which is more out where am I? You're 13. Than can likely say for others. Why? Wow. That's 20 words. What you said. Um, well, that is a fair point, but I've got a different hat that I think we could pull a name out of. You got two it's hats. Does your hat have all instead of a corn shaped hat? Does your hat have another vegetable? Does your hat have all the in the ground? Uh, hundred one. Yes, it does. Um, hundred one. Uh, counting the parliamentarian, it does. Um, but so I think you'll agree I'm it is a bit. Well, she's only senator sometimes. The sometimes senator they call her. Um, it does not have her because she has not cast. Her name is on a piece of paper besides the pat the hat. It is. That. Yeah, I'll put it in if I need. But it yeah. is. You might recognize it. It's a houndstooth hat with a very distinctive pattern. Um, oh, Bear Bryant, Senator yeah. Bear Bryant. Exactly. When I pull the name out of the hat, someone with a close relationship there. It's Tommy Tuberville, everyone. The Senator of the Week. Oh, Tommy Tuberville. We haven't done this one before. That's true, and that's the most important thing about being the Senator of the Week. It is honestly one of the strongest predictors of becoming Senator of the Week. I thought Senator of the Week was like appreciating people who have put in a lot of hard work that week. Which he has, folks. Oh, okay. Yes. 
which Johannes, I know you were hesitant about. Um, well, he recently there was a major life decision I was debating mm-hmm. on making mm-hmm. that I was waiting on him to chime in on, um, and honestly, he really changed the game when yeah, that's a good he announced that he wanted. Um, Oklahoma and Texas to join the SEC. I finally knew that I could be an Oklahoma fan. And this was a big decision for me and my family. Um, my yep. family does not. They already don't really like me that much. Yeah. And this is going to really change that for the worse. Um, <laughs> what was keeping you from but, declaring your Oklahoma fandom before? The fact that they were not in the SEC? It was the fact that people were lying uh, left and right about um, about how co- about how college conferences work. Because <laughs> I could yeah, explain it people to were you. lying about it. I have a good grasp on this, actually. Wow, because yeah, I so you're basi- you're I, I don't really in, follow sports ball, um, so this is uh, you're basically in one conference and then you're in another. Maybe if you change conferences, they were in the Big kind Twelve, of, kind of like Congress. Yeah, I was going to say, it happens every two years, or six years. No. Yeah. It, it's like, changing conferences is like, if you get a new committee assignment. Oh, okay, oh, that's nice. cool. Okay, Texas yeah. Oklahoma, that is kind of cool. I've basically gone from serving on a lower tier committee to serving on a higher tier committee. Well, after my tour of the Southeast, I can agree with that. All these it's waffle like, houses do not lie. Yeah, I, just, like, I would like to point out, John, that it's like maybe going from science better... and technology to ways and means. Wow, I would I would dare to say, John, that there aren't actually better or worse committees um, in Congress. No, Every ways and means is really powerful. Um, mm. I think foreign affairs is pretty powerful. I've heard that ways and means, the people can. Um, be a little means, but right. they I find a way. They find a ways to be means. <laughs> yeah, but there's <laughs> they always there's plenty of people who <laughs> to be means. <laughs> I think there's plenty of people in the science and technology committee who will help you fix your computer, and there are people in the energy committee. <laughs> it's, who, it's the House who, IT committee. <laughs> yes, I would just say I, along with this. Um, Mr. Tubber went on TV and said that everybody should get vaccinated. And this is good news. This is, um, he did do Alabama's. That. Yeah, no, um, just to be clear, because Johanna said Mr. Tubber. Senator, Senator Tuberville did finally come out this week and say every Alabamian mm. should be vaccinated for COVID. Which, well, which they should power, be. More power to him. Yeah, no, that was Agreed. great. In fact, yeah. Some pundits would say this was a very savvy move for him, I think. Oh, I think so, too. Look, sometimes when you're in the Senate, you've got to see which way the wind is blowing. Mm-hmm. And so even if you're on a certain committee one week and promise you'll never leave, then oftentimes... One week, yeah. Yeah, oftentimes... You when you when the call comes through the phone, you you leave the the uh, blue and orange and committee for the if, tech technical committee. And even if you're nominally the power program of a committee and you haven't won the committee in fifteen years, and uh, 
you haven't been a competitor for the national committee championship in a while. <laughs> I would just say it's so savvy. It's almost like oh, you've got a this. tub of tomato sauce. Oh god, the sandwiches! Fuck. Oh. I don't. Oh. <laughs> we can all. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to say anything because. I think that's a pretty, pretty straightforward answer here. And yeah, I, don't think we need to I waste know the much. tub of tomato sauce. Is, we don't, we don't need to do waste. Better. We don't need to waste much time. It's on obvious. This. The tub of tomatoes. So oh, I'm just going to keep my lips sealed. Tommy Tuberville. Uh, Tommy Tupperware. Uh, it's oh. a sandwich to go. The tomato. Oh, here we go. Tomato Tupperware. To go, mommy. Mommy made it to go. To yep. go, mommy. To go, mommy. Tupperware. Tupperware. Bill. With vanilla Bill. ice cream. Bill pickles. With Bill pickles. <laughs> yes. Wait. So I feel say like that. You guys, uh, feel like you guys to, are missing something here. To, mommy to, to go. go mommy. To go, mommy. To go, mommy. Tupperware. Tupperware. Bill Pickle. With Bill Pickle. Sorry, yeah, I agree. It's a, the tub of tomato was, was the obvious what thing, is but we the, can do better than that. What is the yeah. sandwich here? You, the um, first five... The it's first, like... It's a secret order. Just Tupper Bill. It's, it's how you order well, it. You think... You think you're gonna get something. So you get your sandwiches inside. to go, mommy. Tupperware. With the only food you have here is a pickle. Bill pickle. On the side. That's not a sandwich. Bill pickle spear. <laughs> this is not a sandwich. Go. Well, it's a to-go order. What's um, a sandwich? What are you getting to go? The sandwich in Tupperware with a pickle yeah. on the side. It's whatever other sandwich you want. Who's the other senator from Alabama? <laughs> Richard Shelby. Okay, so it's fine. It's a shell. It's a shell. crab. No turtle. No, no. It's it's a. Richard. I feel like you guys. Shill. I feel like you guys She'll are missing the be... way up here, but... Yeah, said, tub of tomato. We got it. Yeah. Sometimes we you know. take the three-pointer if you think you got a chance of hitting instead of the layup, and we did. Yep. To go, Mommy! It's just not... That's a banking on the rim. <laughs> so you agree I hit the rim? Actually, sorry, that's a fucking air ball. <laughs> How dare you? Oh, wow. Well, that's that's center of the week. Done and dusted. We can all agree that Tubber we... is back. Wow. So just to be We're clear. We're so glad to have Tubber in the Congress. Go, Mommy, Tubberware with Will Pickers, Pickles Spear. Yep. On the side. Yep. Our sandwich of the week. Yeah. Are we going to footnotes? Okay. Oh, footnotes. Well... We do have, we'd like to uh, officially, I guess, put ourselves out there. If if uh, the New Yorker wants to write, we've noticed a spate of pieces in the New Yorker. 
um, in the political podcast sphere. And uh, we didn't get mentioned, but if, you know, if Gia Tolentino wants to, you know. Come hang with us, come smoke a blunt with me. Exactly. And she wants to take the daily down a peg for being um, too crafts and exclusionary of Also the fucking NPR on politics. Oh my God, don't even get me started. Yeah, I'm kind of done with them. Also, they... Frankly, they do too many episodes. I can't even kick up, keep up. Well, it's ridiculous. Well, again, I just uh, think they're unprofessional. They are very funny, so I get the the defense of you know they're doing it for comedy. Yes. But I don't think you they, get to hide behind. I don't think you get to hide behind they, that shield all the time. Exactly. No matter how funny you know, they are, which yeah, it's like funny. if you try if you have a political project. You don't get to go anytime someone critiques you on it. Just go retreat behind. Oh, I'm a comedy podcast. Joking. We were joking. NPR always says this. Yeah. They use the veneer of satire. Yep. It's yep. insane. Yep. Exactly. Which we do not want to mm-hmm. be clear. So. Now, anything Will says on this podcast, you can take it to the fucking bank. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 This, this podcast epitomizes something that I think is lacking in politics, which is sincerity. Seriously. Mm. Oh, I was gonna say it's, gravity. It's well, it's three. It's the it's the SSG strategy. It's the mm-hmm. seriousness, sincerity, and gravity. Yep. Yeah, because yeah. gravity yeah. keeps you grounded. Mm-hmm. Seriousness keeps you keeps from you jokerizing. And sincerity um, keeps you honest. Yeah. Yeah. So. I. I think so. Yeah, Gia, oh, New Yorker, New Andrew. Yorker. Yeah, if you ever want to, Dave Weigel, mm. come here. Mm-hmm. We will happily lend an interview to you. Yeah, you can be and, our. You can be our the second guest ever on this podcast. Mm. And show you how um, the not funny or cool left huh, does business because mm-hmm. or. Honestly, I think it could it could be good for John strong, to have a little competition. Not funny or cool, strong center. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. The strong arm center. Yeah, yeah. strong yeah. arm center. I love that. That's great. That's what we should call ourselves: the strong arm center. Yep, some strong yep. arms to reach up high and grab whatever may be hovering just out of reach near the ceiling. Well, boys, I've got some birthdays for you. Oh, please. So it is Representative Glenn, and he goes by G.T. Thompson mm-hmm. from Pennsylvania. He's a Republican, and it's his birthday today. It's, um, it's former rep Lacey Clay's birthday. We all love Lacey Clay, the um, representative who used to represent the seat that Cory Bush is now in. Good mm-hmm. for you, Lacey Clay. You almost beat her. Um, Andy Spann. Andy Spann. That's S. P-A-H-N. Don't. Mm. Maybe spawn. BuzzFeed's well, watch out! Watch out for those emails from they might be spam because they sometimes go to your spam folder. Yeah, they might they do. Be, he's, he's spawning emails every, everywhere in here. Um, the RNC's, the RNC's Johanna Persing. Uh, happy oh. birthday, Johanna. Uh, Prime Policy oh. Group's Stefan Bailey is turning 45 today. Oh, I knew that. I need to text them. Him. Stephen. Stephon Bailey. Yeah, for sure. 45. 
45. I'm John Connell of Senator Todd Young's uh, office. He's turning 38. Uh, Todd Young is a um, Republican from God. Indiana, and that's John He's 38 already. God, that Connell. makes me feel old. Mm-hmm. I know. These these youngins keep nipping at our yep. heels. Yep. Um, l- live action is Lila Rose. So happy birthday, Lila. Um, happy birthday, Anna Lila. Anna, Anna McCormick of Rep. Dave Rouser's office. He's a Republican from North Carolina, and that's Anna McCormick. Oh, Anna. Yeah. Yeah. Anna. Yep. I know. Um, Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Grossman. Happy birthday to Andrew. Oh, former Representative Dave Bratt. You guys remember Dave Bratt? What did Dave, Dave Bratt do? Will, I'm putting you on the spot. What did Dave Bratt do? Uh, ably served his country and his state. Kind of. He uh, was a representative who knocked off Eric Cantor. Mm, remember that? Probably 2014, I think. He knocked off Eric Cantor. It is Representative Dave Bratz. He was a history professor from like UVA or something. Probably actually from George Mason. Um, Dave Bratz, happy birthday. Uh, Former Commerce Secretary Don Evans. It's his birthday today. Did a good job. It is the uh, birthday of former CIA Director John M. Deutsch. Did a John better job. Deutsch, happy birthday. And finally, PJ Wenzel. Happy birthday, PJ. Hope you're having a good one. Hey, who was that one again? PJ Wenzel. Oh, gotcha. Yep. Got it. Yeah, wow. we love PJ. PJ's a cut up. Well, uh, those are the birthdays from this week. Obviously, week. everyone listening says, well, you've got a four month backlog of birthdays. Don't worry. We will be releasing a supplement with Johannes reading. And if we missed you, I will read 300 birthdays. You will read all of them. And if we missed you, yeah, way more. And if we missed you, drop us a line. Um, We will add it to Johannes' queue. Yep, exactly. Um, That's going to be in the paid feed as soon as we get one. Um, But uh, if you want to hear your birthday read, you got to hit us up. Inflation's not going anywhere. Yeah, inflation. These balloons will keep expanding. True. You get it now. Yep. Yeah, finally. Yeah. No, I, 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 I,